Fadia back on Behind the Gloves with another interview. I'm joined by tonight's unfortunately loser up for the fight, uh, John Ryder. John, when the bell went, did you feel like you've done enough to win the fight? Uh, I, was, I was just, I got back to the corner and it was like, you've won that, like, it's yours. And I was just ecstatic. I mean, I knew, I thought the fight was close, but you listen to your corners, you know I mean, they said, you've got to win these last two rounds big. And I believe that's what I did. I went out and won them well. I feel like I had him going the 11th and pretty much the same on the 12th, but it's just one of them things. I'm, I'm needy, man. Um, we know sort of the, the route that's trying to take Callum Smith, you know, the big stadium fight. This fight was in Liverpool. After the final bell went, did you feel like, you know, th there could be a chance I might have not won this? No, I was just listened to the corner. I thought, this is mine. Um, yeah, you were 117, 111, 116, 112, and you think, what, what are they watching? Um, in the fight, a lot of people, you know, said the size difference would play a part. Um, somehow it seemed like you made that work against him, almost. Um, was there anything that you were impressed with by Callum Smith? Uh, yeah, he's got a, he's got a great ring craft, do you know what I mean? But I believe that I matched him for a lot of skill in there. Um, he's the one number one, I believe that I, I proved that I'm, I'm well up there with him and that I'm more than eligible to be number one myself. Now, obviously, moving forward, if you don't get the rematch, they're talking about him fighting other fighters. Now you've shared the ring with him. How do you see him fare against the top guys, Golovkin, Canelo, Saunders? How do you see those fights going? I really don't know. I believe that I've showed how to beat Callum Smith tonight, and I believe I've beat him. So I've kind of paved the way for future fighters to go and do the same now. What's next for you? Uh, I don't know. Eddie's saying about WBA regulars. We know the criticism the WBA regular gets, so do, do we want to fight for that title or do we want to pursue other routes? But uh, just have a rest now, enjoy Christmas, enjoy my family and just talk to my team, talk to Tony and see where we go from there. And I'll ask you this question during the press conference, but I thought I'll ask you again. Um, when this happens, and we saw it with Ted Cheeseman, you know, after the fight, he feel, felt like he won. A lot of fighters seem to fall out, out of love with the sport. Um, not necessarily the training side of it, but the business side of it. And you are literally now at the business end. You're in the big fight, so the business just play a massive part. Does does it make you ever want to just, like, especially after tonight, like, that was probably your best performance that I've seen. Does it make you just want to walk away from it and, you know, pursue something else? No, because I've had 19 years in this sport now, do you know what I mean? I've known Ted since he was 11. I've watched Ted in the gym as a kid, little big-eared kid running around the gym, do you know what I mean? And um, we live and breathe this sport, do you know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's just one of the things. It's all we know. We've got families now, we keep boxing. This is how we, we make our living and we go again. All right, well, John Ryder, I hope to see you fight again soon and uh, all the best moving forward. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Hey, fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking this icon right here or else. Alright, Fod here, back on Behind the Gloves with another interview. I'm joined by Eddie Hearn, post-fight, Callum Smith and John Ryder. Uh, Eddie, in all honesty, what did you think of those scorecards? I thought they were really poor, to be honest with you. I felt that when I got in the ring, Callum stood on the turnbuckle. The first thing he said was, I've got it, right? And I was like, I think so. But I thought it was a really close fight. I thought John Ryder would box really well. I thought he finished the fight strong enough. I gave the last round to Callum Smith. Um, but I don't see 117-111, you know. I end up falling out with one fighter because I, you know, if I, if I if I don't agree with the scorecards, then it's disrespectful to Callum Smith, and if I do, it's disrespectful to John Ryder. But I have to be honest, I thought it was a really close fight, and I thought John Ryder boxed really well. I thought Callum Smith was, I'd say, he's below par because you know may, maybe because he's looking at those mega fights, but maybe also because John Ryder was really good, and I feel like he'll come again, and I believe he'll win a world title, John Ryder. A lot of people ringside did give the fight to John Ryder. How much would you like agree with that? 
Um, I mean, look, I thought it was a really close fight. Again, it's things that probably shouldn't affect the judging of a fight. A champion in his backyard, sometimes you have to do a little bit more. So the amount of times I've been involved in a fight with a challenger who, when I feel it could go either way, how often do you get it? Hardly ever, you know? But it doesn't make it right. Sometimes it should be on a, on a blank canvas, but I don't know, I'll have to watch it back. I felt like Ryder, uh, Callum dictated the first half of the fight, and I felt like Ryder came back in the second half, and Callum, I felt the last round was, was uh, a pivotal moment. A lot of close rounds. I mean, that's the only thing I'll say about the scorecards, is there was a, a lot of close rounds. You know, myself, Dave Coldwell, the Smith brothers sitting ringside saying, have you got it? You know, some people said even, some people said one up, but, but no one really had the same score. So there was a lot of close rounds, but I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, it was, again, sometimes you get these situations where you see these scorecards, and if it was a split decision, I don't think anyone would have moaned, you know? But when it's 117, 111, 116, 112, 116, 112, you know. With all due respect, obviously, we know John Ryder's level, but... Say, uh, in st sort of size-wise, yeah. he kind of replicates Canelo, just size, yeah. right? How would Canelo fare after that performance? How would he fare? Canelo, I, Callum knows that. Canelo would, would have beaten Callum Smith tonight. Canelo's pound for pound number one fighter in the world. And John Ryder is a world-class super middleweight, but he's not as good as Canelo. And if that fight was close, Callum knows that. You know, Callum knows that, um, you know, that's, uh, that, that performance is not good enough to beat Canelo Alvarez. But you'd see a much better performance from Callum Smith. But also, you know, we talk about John Ryder's levels. John Ryder's a world-class fighter. I said this going in, it's going to be a very close fight. And when you've got a guy who's, you know, trying to achieve a dream, essentially, he's going to perform out of his skin, as John did. You know, and I think maybe he might kick himself for not starting earlier, to be honest with you. But then, but then again, I don't think it would have mattered because of the scorecards, so, you know. Does this do anything for the Anfield fight? Does it degrade it? I mean, is it more like... It makes it a lot easier to make a fight with Golovkin or Canelo. You know, again, it wasn't a performance that makes the world go wow, but it was a performance where the likes of, you know, Canelo Alvarez, Gennady Golovkin might look at it and say, I fancy Callum Smith, because they didn't before tonight. And, you know, they might look at it now and, and think they do. So what's, right, uh, what's next for John Ryder? I think he deserves another shot at the world title, to be honest with you. Bring him back in a, in a big fight. I mean, you know, the good news for John Ryder is there are a lot of people out there who thought that he could have won the fight. So he'll get good support. His profile will go for the roof. He'll be frustrated. But sometimes you've got to do a little bit more than maybe nick the fight. Do you know what I mean? I mean, and it, like, I know I'm not saying that's right, but sometimes when it's when it's close, it goes with the challenge, the champion in his in his home patch. So. Um, but again, I don't agree with the scorecards. One, sorry, I just remember one thing. Anthony Fowler obviously fought as well. Uh, just give us an overview of his performance, what you thought. I thought he boxed well. I mean, um, I think that a uh, very tricky opponent who, when he got hurt, become trickier and trickier. So he didn't really want to fight. He didn't want to engage. But Fowler, that was probably the worst style for Anthony Fowler. So it was a good win. Another belt for him. And roll on to the Fitzgerald rematch. Eddie, thank you very much. Hey Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking this icon right here or else. Cassius IFL TV, MCK Global, we're in Liverpool here. MS Bank Arena, joined by Tony Sims. Uh, disappointing night for John Ryder tonight in yourself, Tony. 
Well, he's not so much disappointing because he, he fought unbelievable. You know, he done what no one thought he could do. And, you know, and, uh, in my opinion, I thought that John won the fight. A lot of people thought John won the fight. But not only that, his performance was, um, you know, was a great performance. And, uh, you know, and uh, I, I'm just disillusioned for John, really. We saw kind of one really wide scorecard with 117-111. What was your... The 117-111 scorecard. That's what we're talking about, yeah. scorecards. Yeah. If it was one round either way, then you'd be thinking, all right, look, we're away from one. He's the world champion, you know. I thought John won it, but 117-111 was ridiculous. Mm. I mean, we've seen kind of John fail to kind of get onto that British title level, uh, win a British title rather, and then got an amazing run over the last couple of years and beating people that people weren't expecting to be gets his shot and then obviously it hasn't gone your way as in the, the result wise tonight so it must be quite disheartening yeah because you know he's put his whole world and his whole life into this 15 you know since he's 15 years old he's been training to do this fight you know what I mean and listen Candler Smith's a great fighter there's no doubt about it he's number one in the world do you know what I mean but um, you know tonight put, John put the performance of his life in he done what people didn't think he could do. I thought he looked the heavier puncher in there, you know. And as we say, everyone's saying it's a close fight. But in my eyes, John won the fight. And like, I just want to know where the 117-1 scores are, the 116-112 scores are. It's giving John no chance at all in the fight. Mm. It's ridiculous. Um, I mean, it's a bit fresh now, but what kind of, what kind of now? Just sort of go back and a little bit of time out for John and kind of assess what he's going to do next? Yeah, well, like Eddie says in there, I don't think, like, we want a rematch, but I don't think there's going to be no chance of that. Obviously, Callum wants to go and do bigger things, you know, and rightly so. If I was in his position, I would do that as well, but I think John deserves the rematch because, you know, what, you know, it was a great fight and what a fight, but it's like, this sport's getting disillusioned him because everyone now is just talking about judges' scorecards. That's all people are talking about. Mm. How wide are they? Do you know what I mean? It's not even about who won the fight anymore. It's just all about how wide the scorecards are. And that's what everyone's talking about. It's just ridiculous. I think it really is. I've had it with Cheeseman Conway. You know, I've had it with Cheeseman Fitzgerald. And even, listen, Ricky Burns, Lee Selby. I thought Ricky just lost that fight, right? But, you know, it was close, but they're, they're just all losing them by miles. And I can't get my head around it, around the scorecards all the time. It's just ridiculous, it really is. All right, well, listen, I know you kind of want to get off time, so I appreciate your time uh, yeah. talking to IFL TV, and uh, hopefully we'll speak to you again really soon. Yeah, all right, lovely. All Cheers. right, top man, Tony. It is special. Whoa! Absolute dynamite. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. This is Ryan Elliott for Boxing Social in association, in association with Betfred, I should say. It's very late. Eddie Hearn, thank you for hanging around. It is very bright as well. We just watched Callum Swift defend his WBA Ring Magazine titles against John Ryder here. WBA Ring Magazine Well, it's WBA and Ring Magazine titles, Eddie. It's a bit late to be picky, isn't it? Anyway, down to business. Uh, obvious 
sticking point will be the scorecards, but all in all, it was a good fight, wasn't it? A really good fight, really good fight, and a good performance from John Ryder. Um, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a close fight. I felt like when I got in the ring that Callum Smith was going to get the victory, but unfortunately, I didn't agree with the scorecards, and they sort of magnify this robbery that, you know, uh, what was a close fight. Um, but I thought, again, John boxed out of his skin, but I thought after six rounds, Callum was comfortably ahead. And John had a great back end of the fight. So, good, good fight. Um, do you think, you said you, you, you thought the cards were too wide. Mm. Do you think we'd still be having this debate if Callum Smith had got it on a split or something like that? Do you think it could have literally gone either way? You would have still had people that maybe thought John Ryder you know, won a close fight. But nowhere near the level of discussions if it was a split decision. Or even if it was 1-15-13 across the board. But it's kind of like... If everybody thinks it was close, which they did, you know, we went through the press row, didn't we? Two to Callum Smith, two to John Ryder, but no one had those scores. If we're all watching it and those judges are scoring it like that, why aren't we scoring it like that? I don't know. A bit of talk about maybe Callum Smith being distracted or whatever else, but do you think that would be a bit disrespectful to take away from the performance of John Ryder? Yeah, look, Callum's talking about the big fights, he wants the big fights, but still, he wanted to win tonight and he wanted to look good, he trained hard, but John Ryder boxed really well. And it was a sort of career-defining performance for him. And he, he went out and he's made a big name for himself. Just to talk where, about where it leaves both men, John Ryder, as mentioned, ultimately did fall short but gave a very good account of himself. I heard you mention in the press conference maybe the WBA regulars an option. Where do you think he goes from here? Yeah, I think he's in a great position. You know, I think that uh, he put a performance in that gained a lot of fans tonight. And I think Callum Smith, although he probably didn't put the performance in he wanted, a lot of those big names might look at him now and go, oh, actually... I'll fight Callum Smith. So I think they're both in good positions and I think they both gave everybody a great fight tonight. I uh, was speaking to Joe Gallagher over there uh, about what comes next for Callum Smith and I spoke to Callum about what he wants. Joe was, was very determined to sort of put across Saul Alvarez. We want him, we'll travel to America, Cinco de Mayo. I asked him what he thinks is the most realistic big fight though and he said Canelo again. Do you see it that way? More so after tonight. More so after tonight. You know, I think his next fight is going to be at 168 and in that case, if it is, he'll fight Billy Joe or he'll fight Callum Smith. So ultimately, Canelo's the boss, and he'll choose who he's going to choose, and we'll gratefully accept one of those. If isn't Saul Alvarez, is Anfield still a real possible possible option? No, I don't think he'll come to Anfield. To be honest with you, I think Golovkin would be, you know, the Anfield fight. But um, yeah, we'll see. Undercard, just quickly, um, who'd caught the eye for you, Chris Billum Smith? Yeah. Looked very good capturing the Commonwealth title. Yeah, I think um, Chris Billum Smith was excellent tonight. Um, Good win for him. I'm pleased for him. Nice guy. I thought James Tennyson boxed really well. I think he's, you know, he's going to be a, a tough, tough fight for anybody at 135 pounds. And, um, you know, I thought he produced a great performance. Moving away uh, after Liverpool, you got the Monaco card next week, and then on the big one in Saudi. Be honest with me. Have you ever been this nervous going into a big bill? I've never been this nervous or excited. I mean, it's just. It's everything because it's like, obviously we want AJ to win. It's a massive heavyweight fight. It's the first major fight in the Middle East. You know, it's a brand new stadium. It's all these things. It's going to be a lot of hard work on fight week. But, you know, we're breaking down barriers. We're, we're uh, changing the world of boxing and we can't wait for an epic event in Saudi Arabia. Eddie, it's about 1am. I'm sure you're ready to get away so we won't go any longer. But thank you as always for speaking to Boxing Social.
Friday back on Behind the Gloves with another interview. I'm joined by tonight's winner, Callum Smith. Callum, first of all, congratulations. Hard-fought victory tonight. Um, how much did John impress you? Leading up to the fight, there was a lot of you know talk about the mismatch and whatnot. How, how much did he impress you? Yeah, listen, he's done better than a lot of people expected. I knew potentially it could have turned out to be that fight. Listen, I, I took him seriously. Everyone else wrote him off, but he's a good, solid fighter. Stylistically, he's not the... He's not the most ideal opponent, he's, but he's, everyone likes a, a height advantage, he's probably a little bit too small and no credit tactically to him, he got, he got really close to me and stopped me fighting up close and took that part of my game away from me but I just thought early on I won 90% of the rounds, I thought I lost one out the first seven and I thought I picked up a massive lead and then I thought I won a few out the last few as well, I always felt I was ahead, I was never panicking, I just wasn't happy with my own performance. But usually used to see you you know dominate a bit more in the ring than tonight um, a lot of the people ringside thought it was a controversial decision at the final bell did you think you'd done enough to get the victory yeah like i said i always felt i was ahead i never once felt i'm losing this or i'm down or i just i was never happy with my own performance i knew i was underperforming i knew it probably shouldn't have been that close so that was my own disappointment but in terms of the scoring of the fight i always felt i was ahead i always felt i was winning the fight it was just more like i say i knew i weren't at the races i knew I was going to kick himself more with my performance, which I always do. There was a point in the 10th or 11th round where he landed a few flush shots and it seemed to uh, phase you a little bit. Um, you looked a little bit wobbly. Did it affect you or was no. it just a chance to regroup? Yeah, no, it was just, I knew he was getting a bit of momentum. It was more just the case of just trying to just get out of the way. He never punch-wise his power, he never never troubled me. He had a few a few air clashes which bothered me, but. Punch-wise, he, he went the biggest of punches. He was more just like physically strong up close, smothering my work and stuff. But no, he never, he never hurt me. He just, like I say, he finished strong. He, he outworked me a bit in the last few rounds, which I allowed him to. A lot of people online uh, are commenting on the videos that we have uploaded so far, saying, you know, it was a Robbie. There's plenty of them. To the fans, how would you respond? What would you, what would you have to say to them? I just think watch it back and just show me seven rounds, what you give John Ryder. Listen, he done better than people thought which fair play, but he never won seven rounds of that fight and he never done enough to, to win a world title, in my opinion. But I'm not taking away from his performance because, like I say, he's done better than 99% of the British public give him a chance to do, but he, he never won the fight, in my opinion. I think it's just more what you said there. I'm so People are so used to being dominating that the minute I don't, it, people go so negative on me. Do you think he deserves the rematch? Um, not really, no. Let's, uh, I just think I've, I've underperformed tonight and beat him. So uh, I could underperform and beat him again. I could perform and beat him better. I just don't know what I get out of a rematch. He probably gets another world title shot, which I think Eddie's mentioned he can he can go and fight for the regular the regular title, but I just don't see anything I gain from a rematch, to be honest. You've done the hard part. You've got the victory over the mandatory. Now what's next? I know there's loads of talk, but in your eyes, when you wake up in the morning to go run, which guy, where? For you, any um, and I'll speak to Eddie. There's a handful of, of, of good, sorry, good fighters in and around my division. Just give me one of them. There's, there's no, I'm not in a division where it all roads lead to one fighter. There's a few others. Just give me one of them. I wanna, I wanna test myself. I wanna see how good I really am. And I believe you'll only see that when I'm in against a, a, a top fighter. Finally, just a quick word on your hand. Uh, any update with it? I don't know. I was just swollen really bad. Now I can't really. Cleanse. I'll let I get ice on it, get the swelling go down, and then I go and see see a specialist and see what it's like. But isn't it when in the fight it, it's gone in the past? You, you, you deal with it. So I'm not making excuses up. 
plenty of fights to get sore hands. It, it is what it is. First time I've dealt with cuts tonight. You get on with it. It, it. It's a fight. It's a brutal sport. It's what we choose to do. I just, regardless of the hands and the eyes, I just I underperformed tonight. Callum, congratulations again, and uh, all the best moving forward. Cheers. Hey Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking this icon right here, or else. Oscar Bevis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're at the MS Bank Arena. Just seen Callum Smith versus John Ryder. Joined by John Ryder, deflated John Ryder, should I say. John, do you feel hard done by? I do, mate. I feel like I won that fight very clearly. I've come to his hometown. Uh, I believe I've got the win. And um, I feel very hard done by. I feel like Ted Cheeseman in Newcastle and a lot of the others that have come up north lately and been shafted. When you heard 117 111, did you think that it was pretty unlikely that in his hometown that was going your way? Did you know sort of then that it was over? I, I just, yeah, I thought that was a bit wide and I thought the other two would be like close towards me. But um, yeah, I heard that and I heard the 161 and I just thought like, oh, what is this? Like, what they're giving me like, like a couple of rounds and a share of another, like, nah, not, not at all. What was the general consensus when you went back to corner in the 11th? Uh, or just before you came out for the 12th? Just... I had him going the end of the eleventh, and I thought like just win, win the last round, and possibly could have got him out there in the last round, win it, win that big, and the fight was mine. Got back to the corner, everyone was saying I've won, and yeah, just thought the, the world was mine. When he was clinching you on the ropes, was he sort of leaning right in? Could you feel that he was putting his full weight on you and sort of trying to use you to keep keep himself up? Not so much to keep himself up, but yeah, he was. I think he was feeling my power and felt what, what I had, and he, he was tiring. Yeah, he was, he was really deflated. A lot of slipping, getting on the inside and sort of catching Callum. It's weird because he said that he knew that was what you were going to do, but you sort of managed to nullify the fact that he's got the reach on you. And just talking me through sort of the technical side of your performance, and you must be pleased with it because, you know, it's pretty fair to say that you won the fight. Yeah, no, I think a lot of people underestimate my boxing skill. I've got a good thing of slowing down people's pace. They want to fight at a fast pace and I can slow it and work on my pace. And I think I did that tonight. Got um my shots off, I was beating him to the jab at the points. Um, I mean, he's the six foot four boxer, you know what I mean? I was beating him to the jab and beating him for the punch at times. It seemed like he was hitting you with a lot of wrists and a lot of arms and he didn't really catch you clean. Did you ever feel any power from him? Uh, any he went? was throwing a lot of body shots in, but yeah, I mean, like, a lot of like, cuffing shots that weren't really always fully connecting, but one of them things, you know what I mean? I've just deflated that I've come up, come up here again and feel like I've got robbed against Fieldy and feel like I've been robbed again now against Smith and what we've got to do to win on Twitter pretty much everyone every single fighter you know even matching fighters people that are friends with Callum Smith and I know some of Smith's team as well were saying that they thought you won the fight I mean what what is this is this just a problem across the board in boxing or uh, I don't know I think there's, there's plans made in boxing like look at Cheeseman last couple of months ago all the talk was Fowler Fitzgerald. You know what I mean, and you feel like now the talks uh, I thought Canelo the, Anfield. So you, yeah, the talk was been all done by far before this fight was Callum Smith at Anfield. Callum Smith against Canelo, and like, you know what I mean, there's there's plans far greater than John Ryder at the O2 or the Emirates or 
Don Radovich can edge. I mean, the, the plan was already set for Callum to fight Canelo or Callum to fight Anfield next summer. So, just what you what you got to do. I think it's pretty fair to say that you showed you can mix it at that level. Um, we talk about these plans for Callum now, but are you going to be pushing for that rematch, even though it's probably unlikely and they'll want to move on? Is it something you'll push for? Uh, I don't know. I'll sit down with Tony and the team, see where we go. But yeah, I'd, lo I'd love the rematch. Why can't I have the rematch at Anfield? Do you feel like the super middleweight division might be licking their lips now? Uh, I think they've seen that the world number one can be can be beat and can be pushed. And yeah, I think there'll be people really crying out for the chance. I mean, I know this won't count for much in the situation, but your stock would have risen. Um, you'll have, I know Callum Smith's a massive draw, so you'll have loads of people around the world watching this. Big things for you in 2020? I hope so. Um, again, it's, it's a rebuilding process now, isn't it? I've got to go back in the gym as a, a, a beaten boxer and start working hard again and see what comes up. I mean, opportunities don't always come around in this sport and you, you're left on the sideline for a while. So I know I've got a good team around me, got good people. Um, so I'll, I'll have a bit of time off with family, be, be a dad for a little while and a partner and then get back into it. All right, John, more commiserations tonight and thank you for giving me some of your time. This is Eiffel TV, MTA Global. Scorecards, wide? Very wide, yeah. I don't, when, um, when I went to get in the ring, Callum Swift jumped on the thing, he went, I won that, right? And I was like, I think he was so. a clear winner. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand people's point of what they're going to say as well. Of course you can make a case for both men, but you've got to look down at, at you know, the, the harder quality, the better quality shots were coming from Callum. Yes, I know there was inside work from John Ryder and it's a kind of messy fight at times, but ultimately Callum's picking the harder shots in there and the more the more hateful shots on this one. This is an amateur contest. It's professional boxing. You're there to hear people. Yeah. Did Callum Smith look hurt in that fight once? I didn't see him hurt. To be honest, John Ryder didn't really look wobbled and really hit, but there's a few shots there where you thought, ooh, you get another one like that, lad, you're going out. So, on the whole, I, I gave Callum seven rounds to five. I could have even said... But, you know, seven rounds to five is one round away from a draw. True. So, yeah, but, True. but no, I'm saying I don't disagree with your scorecards, but I felt like 117, 111. The problem is with the scorecards, there was a lot of close rounds, by the way. A lot of close Do you know what the big thing is in boxing? When a fighter does better than is expected, you automatically think he's won. And also, when you get wide scorecards, when it probably wasn't as wide, yes, it, it magnifies it, everything. Yes, and says, oh, you know, the so how did you actually score it? I probably had Callum just edging the fight by a round or two. And it's, I thought the last round, I thought he won the last round, and I thought that was a big round for him, because the 11th was not a good round for him. No, it wasn't. It's like when you see Mayweather against the likes of Maidana, mm. and he does so much better than you'd ever anticipated, but let's be brutally honest, he didn't win the fight. He just, he just didn't do it. 
But so the scorecards distract us from, that, and yeah, from the from truth, that, from, from the reality the re of it. The reality the result, of it is. They're poor though. They, what, the 117, 111 was yeah, poor. Again, if you're scoring it 115, 113, then 116, like whenever there's a round difference, but 117, 111, just bang out of it. Actually, it, you get to a point where you, if you're a rider, you start thinking, fucking hell. What have I got to do? Like, what? <laughs> You know, you know, I, I, I couldn't have even won. Even if I would have won another two rounds, I couldn't have won. So that 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 is very unfair when you put it like that. That's unfair because, as I say, there were certain parts in that fight where he's making it uncomfortable. Callum, you've got to look at it this way: Callum Smith is the best super middleweight in the world. John Ryder just gave the best super middleweight in the world his hardest fight to do. Yeah. Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Well, who else has pushed Callum close like that? Not, not I haven't seen. Well, I tell you what, it's going to be a lot easier to make the fights now for Callum Smith. Do you believe, really believe yes, that? Yes, 100%. As regards to who though, to a Golovkin. Canelo, Canelo's Golovkin. Not fighting in this. No, I tell you, you'd be surprised. Listen, I was getting a few texts during that fight saying, oh, and, and they know one wanted a piece of him. They look at his age, they look at his power, they look at his experience. They're not going to touch him, mate. It's danger all written all over it. But I hope I'm wrong, because, but I'll tell you something, he won't come to Anfield. No, probably not. He won't come to What about Billy Joe? Yeah, Billy Joe, listen, Billy's the, all face anyway. You know the, the funny thing is, is both of them have had probably what you'd call below par performances. Yes. Mm. So they'll be looking at each other now thinking, oh, I'm sure Callum looks at Billy Joe. Does that make run. your job harder in the selling part? Yeah, maybe, but it makes it easier to make yes, because they'll both fancy it. Yeah. You know, and again, with, with Canelo and Golovkin, it's just whether you look at an Anfield fight or you make a big fight in America. Yeah, but then also you've got to look at the fact of Billy Joe looking at that tonight. That's not Billy Joe's style, that's going to create Callum problems. Mm. Billy Joe's style is what Callum wants. He wants to fight at mid-range. He wants to face a boxer who's going to try and outbox him. No one's going to outbox Callum Smith, I don't care how good you The only way to beat him is to get on his chest and really hurt him. And I think Canelo's capable of doing that. But on the other hand, Callum's completely capable of doing that to Canelo. He's a destructive puncher. I mean, you asked John Ryder tonight if he felt any of them shots. I'm telling you now, he'll have felt them. Callum Smith is a very hateful puncher and the best middleweight in the world, I, mean, I can't keep harping on enough about it. He's got a win tonight, proves he's the number one. Let's see what you can do, lad. Let's see. Hey, just a quick one through Fowler. I thought Fowler, I thought he boxed quite well. The, the worst style for Anthony Fowler you could ever find. And when he got hurt, it became an even worse style because he didn't want to engage at all. I thought he boxed well, I thought it was a good learning fight. I think we need to make the Fitzgerald fight. I think that's what everybody wants to see. It gives him a chance to try and take that off his record, gives Fitz a chance to win again. And I think it's a really big fight for the North East. Good win for Billum Smith against Glover. Yeah, again, hard for Tony, because obviously he's very close with uh, Craig Glover and manages him. I just thought that he was the better fighter, to be honest with you. I thought there was uh, stages in the fight where Craig had some success and I think he hurt Billum Smith a couple of times. But I think Billum Smith's actually underrated. I think he's technically quite sound. I think he's got a good jab. I think he can punch well, I think he's growing in confidence. And uh, yeah, and I think it was a lot, uh, probably down to experience tonight as well. Yeah. I thought Craig looked a little bit tense and, you know. The crowd got yeah. to get under the lights. It's hard, it's hard, you know, when you're coming in and you're, you're chief support in front of seven and a half thousand people, you know. And Billum Smith's been there before, he boxed Reactor on a pay-per-view card. He's been the main event. And, you know, it was, a, it was a big win for him. And you know what, as much as, obviously, Craig's with Tony and I like him. Philip Swift's a nice kid as well. And I'm pleased, oh, I'm pleased for him, you know. He said a lot of nice things about yeah, Craig after yeah. this. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased for him and disappointed for Craig. But, you know, he took his opportunity. He, he got an opportunity and he came up short. Mm. He couldn't have put any more in the gym. Couldn't have tried any harder. Couldn't have lived the life any better. Just weren't good enough on the night. Farrell Dodd. Yeah, 
look at this. I mean, great little four rounds. I wish we could have got some more. It was warm you know, enough to I wanted be a one or fight. two more, but it was a horrific cut. Horrific cut, and it was actually What's a cut. Bad? It was a cut that was going into both eyes. That was the problem. Right, okay. I, 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 I could your one against Balonte. Balonte? Rolling back the years. Can I just say something? This man was a very, very underrated fighter. I mean, he got the credit in the end, but I was watching the Masternak fight on Sky today. That was a fucking tough fight. Yeah. Well, I know it's from you. Actually, decent head movement. That's you actually means. missed a few shots. A few just a few. Who, who was that one you fought your first one at Cruiserweight? Was it Valerie? Valerie Brudoff. Yeah, yeah. And I knocked him out and snapped his ankle right out of yeah. place as he went down. And then Dos Santos. Yeah. That was a BJ Flores. Yeah, well, that was a world title. No, it? that was silly. That was the way I, when I watched that fight back. The way I went into that fight was stupid. But just I, what was the same deal? Said I wanted to face Demetrio Kucha, and he went fuck that tone. He can really fight. And he had to, I said, he said, what about BJ Flores? And I said, I can't stand him. I'd fuck that. And I said, no, listen, it's a good defense. And I said, I'll fight him on one reason. You get David A to commentate. He said, not a problem. We've done it. So you kicked the toe on yeah, it. That's where we slide. I'm always one step ahead. Yeah, he was. He didn't even tell me what he was going to do. I'm watching it all going off thinking, what's he fucking doing? Should have let me next, know. Next thing, it's Hay Bell, you're at the O2. <laughs> twice. Twice. Yeah, not once, but twice, yeah. Um, final word, obviously, Wilder Ortiz. I spoke to you about it, but I'm, routine I'm or not? I mean, I believe what? Wilder wins, but I'm curious. Curious. Because anybody with, with boxing ability. Yeah. But I'm curious, yeah. And, no. and where his hair's going. It's 105 years old. I know, yeah, I know, he's now 42. But I'm curious, anybody that can box, can cause wilder problems. Yes. But how long can you box for? Yeah, if you get it, he's going to be in trouble. But also, I don't think Wilder's. I think Wilder's capable of getting hurt as well. He can get it. The only thing, the only problem is, which I said to you earlier, since the defeat to Wilder, the first defeat, he has not looked good at all. So how many times he boxed? He went points with Christian Hammer, didn't he? And he was like, it didn't look great. I did not. I see. I've paid him no attention since the. It's good because he's a pundit, so it's good. No, it's not. I've paid him no attention since you know the second fail or third fail, whatever it was. So I've had enough. It's just it just makes me switch off. So. Are you quite content, yeah? Content. Yeah, with your life. <laughs> well, out of retirement, you know. He's looking well, isn't he? Yeah. Slim, slim down, because he was um, getting a bit chunky. Thanks for that, mate. Well, so was you. I oh, know, I know, I know. And I was about to say I lost right. the fan, but it's no, the whole vegan, the vegan, you know. Everyone, everyone's on the vegan. He's doing great, but I did send him some actual facts the other day that yeah. I'm for him to have a look over and read over. He actually sent me a video talking to the, is he the Everton? Coach and nutritionist about how it's a load of bollocks. Is it really? It doesn't matter because it's working for him. Yeah, exactly. So as I said to him, if in your head you think it's no, working for you, that's what it is. He's stopping me from eating chocolate. Listen, he's there we go. Good luck. Do you yeah. really have to not eat chocolate if you're a vegan? No, of course not. You plonk guys. Dairy. Well, I don't know. Don't pay any attention, but you know. So vegan's different to vegetarian, isn't it? Oh, well done, mate. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Point it out. Okay. Oh. You do, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie, and I never I'll, give you a really cake. You look fucking great, thanks, by the way. I'll be honest with you, I'm fucking hungry. Oh, yeah. And do you know what I want right now? Which we always have can after have every show? Pizza. You can have crisps. And you can have chips. Which great. Can you have chips? But you can't have fucking pizza. Pizza. And we always have pizza. After every show, as you know, we have pizza and Corona. You can't have a beer, can you? Yeah, you can have a beer. Can you? Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big It's a bullshit thing. I don't know why you're even doing it. Right? Listen, it doesn't matter. He's happy. I, anyway, I, I, I sh come on, we're going to do the press. Right. I have got factual evidence that it is a load of bullshit. But at the same time, he's happy, so I'm happy for him. Yeah, happy. Happy. Do you know what he said Fat to me? Don't piss, on, don't piss on me parade. Yeah. I was yeah, like, kill my buzz. Hey, don't kill me buzz. I was like, I'm trying to help you. Don't let them fool you. But 
You're doing great, lad. Be Cheers, happy. mate. Thank you, mate. I'll Cheers. See you, man. Yeah, it's good, mate. Cheers, Cheers mate. I'll see you off soon. Uh,